Now you should listen to this because this concerns you. Hello, friends and neighbors. This is Dave Slusher. This is the Evil Genius Chronicles for Thursday, December 30th, 2004. Before I start any of our normal silly stuff here, let me first begin with a moment of silence for the enormous loss of life in Asia because of the tsunamis. It's one of those things, I haven't been really blogging about the tsunamis that much and... and the death toll and kind of just the unimaginable loss of life. I mean, to imagine that this happened mostly in the course of, what, half an hour? Uh, we're approaching 100,000 people. It's just kind of overwhelming. And uh, so I haven't really been blogging about it. The the there's just It's just so overwhelming that I think, what can I possibly say about this that matters at all? Or, you know, how can I, what can I do? And... The only thing I can do is give money, which we've done. We gave to the Red Cross to the extent that we are able to bear in these times of near economic ruin, as if you've been following, you know about this. So we gave till it hurt, gave a little more, and then uh, we go forward. Um, and so I don't, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I mean, it's not because I'm not concerned, but I just don't know what to say. And I don't know, you know, I, I just... You know, words fail me. So uh, I feel kind of like I'm, you know, I'm failing something by not saying anything or not saying anything substantial. But I just don't know what to say. And I don't know, you know, it's just it's it's stupefying. It's it's makes me speechless just to think about this and to see the footage and the pictures coming out of there. It's just un, uh, it's horrible to seg from that. And I noticed Adam Curry had the same problem of. You know, how do you start with this and then go into your normal monkey dance? But, you know, it's what we do. So, but my segue will be via iPod or X as we get back to normal. So, as you know, I'm not going to read the prepared copy today. But you know that iPod or X sponsors this show. And they are sponsoring this episode. And they're doing something I think is immensely cool. Between now and January 8th, if you go and you register iPod or X... There's a place to use a coupon code, and there has been one for this show. And I'm asking anybody, if you haven't already registered it, to suspend that and just uh, use this coupon code, which is HELP, H-E-L-P. If you use that coupon code, 100% of your proceeds will be donated to the Red Cross Relief Fund. So if you were planning on registering iPoderx anyway, if you do it now... All your money goes to the Red Cross. So you get iPodder X and your money is donated to the Red Cross. You know, there's no lose there. And uh, it's very cool of Ray and August to be doing this. And, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm kissing ass here, but it, it's one of the reasons why I'm glad these guys are my sponsors. And, uh, you know, they're guys that do the right thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud I'm proud to be affiliated with and associated with them. And they sponsor this hair clam bake. And uh, I am delighted with that. And I would say that, like, 
all the proceeds I'm getting from their sponsorship are going to the relief effort. But really, what we gave is going to be more than I earned from that. So you can think of it that way. But really, it's that way plus plus some matching donations. <laughs> but, you know, so iPoderX, if you register it, use the coupon code HELP, and all your money is going uh, to the relief effort. So that's wonderful. And don't forget, they sponsor us. We're proud of that. Okay. And our theme music is provided via the generous permission of the Gentle Readers. They're at gentlereaders.com, and I love this band. And now, as I'm making them known uh, a little more and getting their name out there, I think they love me back. (laughs) I might be putting words. I am definitely putting words in their mouth. I love the Gentle Readers. It might be reciprocated. We might be having a little thing, you know, man to band, band to man. We might be having a little thing here. Uh, love that band. Love that band. Love that band. Another band I love is Cats Laughing, and I'm going to play some music from them. I would noticed uh, a couple days ago, I subscribed to Will Shetterly's weblog, and Will Shetterly is a fantasy writer predominantly, uh, a little bit of science fiction, but he's one of these guys, he ran for the governor of Minnesota well, about 10 years ago or so. Um, he, he's he's just a he's a great writer, and he just does all kinds of things. And his wife is Emma Bull, also a great writer. But they also ran Steel Dragon Press, and they published comic books, and they published books, and they were going to film a movie of one of Emma's books, and they do all this crazy shit. And <laughs> you, you got to love them for that. And I've been reading Will's weblog for a while, and I noticed out of the blue, I didn't pimp this at all. Will had a notice about the existence of voices in your head you know with you know it's very brief it's just a one sentence but i think he referred to me as a fine radio host and you know that's the way to my heart (laughs) you'll flatter me and i'm yours i'm i'm a hoe for the flattery so i i interviewed will at least once i'm probably more than once and i know i interviewed emma several times and she was like money in the bank every time i interviewed her great solid awesome stuff and uh, so I'm very glad that, that Will saw that. So I emailed Will, thanked him, and I was asking him, as uh, the guy from behind Steel Dragon Press, um, I asked him for permission to use, because he was like the head of the label, if I could use some of the music from the bands that came out on that. In particular, Cats Laughing and The Flash Girls. And so The Flash Girls is his wife and Neil Gaiman's assistant, and I don't have any of their albums, although I'll be buying some. And the Cats Laughing is like a fantasy supergroup because it's got Emma Bull in it. It's got uh, fantasy writer Stephen Bruce, and then a few other people kind of in and around the community. Uh, Adam Stemple, who is now a fantasy writer. He wasn't at the time of this album, uh, but he's Jane Yolen's son. It ha- the band definitely had that Minnesota fantasy provenance. You know, it's kind of out of that community. And uh, so Will gave me the go-ahead. I'm going to be playing my favorite Cats Laughing song later in the show. But uh, it was cool. So I email Will, and I ask him if I can use the music in the podcast, you know, and thank him for the Voices in Your Head write-up. And uh, Will didn't have to be explained what podcasting is, knew about it, and, in fact, had opinions on the use of music. And I thought that was awesome. That was great. So we'll get to that. Um, I haven't done one of these in a while, like the 20th. The airport episode on my way back from Chicago was the last one. took me a couple days for that. The holidays really threw a kink in here. And as we all know, I'm completely insecure about what happens when I don't podcast for a while. Um, 
It's like uh, Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia, you know. I got up to wash my face. I come back to bed. Someone's taking my place. That's this. <laughs> I love you all, and some of you love me back, but I think we're all fickle in this. <laughs> so if I ain't around, you're going to find somebody else. And so I disliked the fact that I had such a long time between shows. But, you know, it was the holidays, and then it burned out. I actually sat down to do one on Tuesday. And unlike the airport episode, which I wasn't going to publish until people wheedled me into it, and in retrospect, wasn't that, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I, I thought it sounded like ass, but when I edited it, it didn't. It was better than it had any right to be. Well, this one never got completed. I sat down Tuesday. I started to do it. It was obvious my heart wasn't in it. I just burned out and tired, and it just... Bleh, just lay there. Well, now I'm like burning to do one of these. I got a full list, and there's no chance in hell of me getting anything on this list. And uh, so now it's better that I didn't put one out Tuesday, even though it meant you know a couple extra days of no podcast. Uh, one Tuesday would have just it would have just blew chunks and made everyone and it would have just made everyone unhappy to listen to because it sucked. So there you go. And speaking of making people unhappy and things sucking. <laughs> So, Merle Lafferty, in the last one, I edited in my uh, voiceover uh, about, you know, I stuck into the podcast some stuff that happened since. And one of them was this plug from Merle Lafferty's podcast, at Geek Fu Action Grip. Well, she had said on her weblog that that was one of her Christmas wishes was to get mentioned. And so I did. But I got to think, I, it sure seems like I did the genie with the three wishes. seems like I gave her what she wanted in a way that made her not at all happy. <laughs> so I wasn't really trying to do that, but that's just the way it went. So she mentioned in the podcast after that that she got it. And man, she just did not sound like she was dancing a jink. <laughs> so, uh, Mur, I wasn't really trying to let you down. Uh, I just, I, I had mentioned the thing about how... Uh, it was Murr's Christmas wish to be mentioned in this podcast. And I said, that's the saddest Christmas story ever. <laughs> that was like the little matchstick girl. That That's her wish is this thing that, oh, it's me. I'm her wish. Oh, that's I, I think that's horrible. But, you know, sorry, Murr. I didn't, uh, I, I guess maybe I should have been a little more upbeat and that would have been better for her. So here you go. You get, a, you get an extra plug. We're going to take a break right here and I think have some dinner. And actually, I'm going to uh, I'm going to play back a little piece of my plug of MERS. And then we're going to talk about that because it has some audio production magic behind the scenes stuff. And I want to dispel a myth about doing a podcast. So I will be back in one second for you, about half an hour from me. All right, friends, I'm back. Uh, I don't know why I told you that I was leaving or that I'm back. Uh, usually I do this and I just never mention it, but uh, I don't know. I feel like full disclosure today. So I'm going to play a portion of my mention of Merle Lafferty last time. Now listen to this and tell me if you hear anything out of the ordinary. Just listen. Give it a good listen. So to Merle Lafferty, who is doing the Geek Foo Action Grip weblog at EssentialMath.com slash Geek Foo. Okay. Did you hear anything at all out of the ordinary? We're going to listen again. Pretty, who is doing the Geek Foo Action Grip weblog at EssentialMath.com slash Geek Foo. Okay, hear anything at all out of the ordinary? 
Probably not. I would like to think that you didn't. That stretch right there was recorded in three separate takes. And I'm telling you this because I've seen a few people. Uh, Phil Windley was one and uh, John Udell. Some of these people, as they're getting into podcasting, they all talk about how you can't edit audio or they kind of talk about, up the difficulty of editing audio. Editing audio seamlessly is kind of implicit in what they're saying. And I defy anybody to hear the edits in there. But I kept stumbling over it when I was saying that, and I actually couldn't get all the information into one solid take. So I ended up assembling that out of three separate chunks of trying to say Murr's damn Earl. So when you hear the EssentialMath.com, that's a separate take than the Slash Geek Foo, because at first I forgot that Slash Geek Foo uh, was part of her Earl, and it wasn't until I went and I checked it. And Essential Math is like a technical, it's, it's like her business website for, for the stuff she does. So then I went back and I re-recorded it, except that I didn't put the .com portion on the URL. So the second take I had me saying Essential Math slash Geek Foo, which also ain't right. So I ended up stitching, and then the first part was from a third take. <laughs> and so I ended up stitching that together from all these pieces because I just did not record one decent take beginning to the end. So when people say these things about how it's so hard to edit audio or it's not as easy as text, which it isn't as easy as text, but it's not as hard as people make it out to seem. And particularly when you speak slowly and distinctly, which I don't do, but the, the slower and more distinctly you speak, the easier this is to edit. And I'm watching these waveforms as they go by. And let me tell you, I can see in almost every case the individual word. And I've edited at the word level in this clam bake hundreds of times. I mean, I've taken out individual words that, that suck or are not correct. Uh, I've reordered things. I've done that over and over again. And in all but the worst cases, you're never going to hear it. I don't think anybody would have ever heard the edit in that one that I just played. So I say all this just because I want to make sure that people who are getting into this understand that it's all doable and I don't want people to get scared away by the difficulty of things that really aren't difficult and it's as much unfamiliarity with the tool set and all these people who talk about the difficulty of editing audio all of them disclaim the fact that they don't really know what they're doing and they're kind of learning as they go all natural what I'm just want to make sure that gets out on the table is everyone that does this is gonna get pretty good at this and it's happening really fast and I think we're going to find the day where people aren't going to say uh, that editing audio is somehow radically different from editing text. The only difference is everyone edits text every day, and not that many people have edited audio. And once everybody gets used to it, I think people are going to stop saying that. And let me also mention, God, I've got so much to talk about, and I keep talking about things that aren't even on the list. So this will probably become the next time's list very easily. Uh, I want to mention, too, John Udell, who I'm not going to excerpt any of this, but he has this thing on his podcast. And up until this point, all of these things seem to have been uh, him podcasting interviews he already does as his day job of talking to vendors and interviewing them about what they do. And in some cases, they're demoing products to him. And that's, so that's kind of fascinating. You're hearing what might become... You know, a 500-word article, and you're hearing the 45-minute interview 
that kind of informs that article. And uh, to me, it's fascinating to see the stuff behind the scenes. Well, he has this 20-minute piece about open source audio where he talks about open source audio, plays a bunch of stuff from archive.org, and all kind of edits it together. And it's pretty good. It's really damn good. And so... John Udell stepping up the game, and I thought that was really awesome, and I'll point to that. I mentioned it in the weblog the other day, and uh, man, that thing was great. Tell you what, I want to keep this one short. Uh, I just have a very quick observation here, which is uh, Adam Curry and Dave Weiner talk about OPML a lot. You know, whatever it is, outline, something, markup language. I swear to God, I heard it wrong one time, and now I hear it wrong every time. When people talk about OPML, I hear them saying, opium hell. <laughs> like, I'm in hell because of my opium use. So now, every time it sounds like, I'm thinking about opium hell. It sounds like some kind of, you know, 50s, uh, 50s movie like you would see in health class to keep you from smoking opium. You too could end up in opium hell. <laughs> That's the, nothing substantial, just the fact that now I'm cursed with hearing this all the time. You know how I, I've had a lot of people kind of email me or or get in touch with me or leave write-backs on the weblog over the last few months. The, the podcasting era has sort of changed the amount of feedback I got. I had got email from a guy named Josh Kinberg telling me that he's uh, doing a project and he's using my Get Enclosures Perl script as the basis. And I thought that was okay. And as I was going back through my emails, I was answering some of them. And I, Josh Kinberg, Joshua Kinberg, something about that name was kind of striking me. And I couldn't figure out why. And I Googled on it and I realized this is the crazy bastard that did that uh, dot matrix printer that you ride around on a bike that was going to be part of the protest of the Republican National Convention in New York. That when I saw this thing, the first time I saw the QuickTime movie of it in action, where he's got these cans of spray chalk and you SMS a uh, text message to the laptop. And then as you're riding the bike, it puts out bursts that do a dot matrix print on the ground. The most wonderful thing I've ever seen. I fell. I literally, I was at orbits at the time. I literally fell out of my chair laughing. It was so freaking funny. And then I realized this guy used some of my stuff. He took my script then he kind of extended it. Fuck. Yeah, I love it. 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 That's awesome. So I just Joshua Kinberg. So that thing never even got used because he got arrested and it got impounded by the New York City cops immediately. I don't think I don't think it had one burst on the ground or definitely nothing substantial. And so I think his case is still pending. But man, would I love to see that some bitch in action someday. So let me get to my music. This is, as I said before, Cats Laughing. And this is a song from their album, Another Way to Travel. And I love this song. This is, I mentioned Adam Stemple, who's Jane Yolen's son. He is the singer on this one. I think he wrote the song. He's the guitar player. I love this song because it sounds to me like nothing so much as, say, late 60s era Jefferson Airplane. And it sounds like it could be a lost song from that era uh, one of the Marty Ballin compositions. I love this song. This is Sing Out from Cats Laughing from the album Another Way to Travel.
Sing out, sing out, the dawn's gone The shadows have fled from the sun Daylight shines, no playing easy mind The darkness covers my eyes I walk down to the river Swam to meet me there Dove deep in naked freedom Didn't mean to come up for it yeah. Well, sing out, sing out, the dawn's gone The shadows are fed from the sun Daylight shines Darkness covers my hands. Sun burns my eyes to ashes. Moonlight covered them before. I was anchored, floating free. Now I've washed up on the shore. Sing out, sing out, the dawn's gone The shadows have fled from the sun Daylight shine, you're free and easy minds Where the darkness covers my
Sing out, sing out, the dawn's gone. The shadows have fled from the Friends and neighbors, that was Cats Laughing from the album Another Way to Travel with Sing Out. Love that song. And that's pretty mellow. I mentioned a few days ago that the songs I play in here seem to be on the mellow end of my uh, tastes, which I just don't play that much ass-kicking stuff in here. And uh, uh, I don't know why that is. I actually have an ass-kicking song that I'm not going to play because I'm, I'm just cutting it here. But this album was out of print for a long time, and now you can buy it again. I noticed from looking at Will Shetterly's weblog that he's got a Steel Dragon store up at Cafe Press. And I think these are on-demand printed CDs, but you can get this CD again, which I think is great. So I'll have a link to that. If you like that enough that you want to go preview some of the music and maybe buy it, I think this is a great album. I love this album. Uh, that will be up on the weblog at evilgeniuschronicles.org. If you want to get back in touch with me, uh, dslusher at gmail.com. Accept audio feedback here. So if you got some, send it on. I'd love to play it. And so about half of this stuff is just going to roll straight to the next time. So maybe that might even be tomorrow or Saturday, Sunday. Um, I think we're going to, I, we might actually be going to a Conway area geek shindig. I've actually because of the weblog, have seemed to hook up with a contingent of geeks in Conway and Myrtle Beach area. Love the power of the blog. These guys wouldn't have known me from Adam, except I blogged about living in Conway. And they said, oh, we're having a bonfire New Year's Eve out in Conway. How would you like to come? Yes, I think I would. Thank you. So anyway, from Conway, South Carolina, this has been Dave Slusher for the Evil Genius Chronicles. December 30th, 2004, and I will see you again soon, much sooner than the last time. Rechaim, y'all. Bye.